Owen, how's things? You well? How are you getting on, lads? How are you doing? How are you getting on? Good, good. Any crack? Yeah, tip a little bit now. Tip a bit. How's your How's your Paddy's day? Very quiet. Yeah, very cool. What? Didn't get up to too much mischief like ourselves. No, no, no. Yeah. Is this being recorded live now? Is the thing now, and I'll tell you the real story. It's not live. No, I, I no, edited we... everything out. So uh, <laughs> ah, I know we didn't. We didn't do that. No, no. Honestly, we didn't. We, Who's we, uh, we, we had a few. Old, we had a few friends there last Saturday night, and we had yeah. a knock on the door. All right, so. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> we we said we take Paddy's day quite now. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, no, no. Uh, it's mad for like, isn't it? It's like a year now, like you know. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Did you start up the the podcast like as a result of you know Everton and yeah. <laughs> boredom? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, we were chatting before the start of the year, like, and then. Um, kind of about it and then we were kind of looking on the Irish side and seeing kind of who was out there and uh, not that we have we didn't think anyone would tune into us for expert opinions because I know I wouldn't but uh, <laughs> just more of the crack <laughs> like you know just yeah just to see what what we could get at so uh, yeah uh, we, we we started yeah back in I'd say we kicked off probably week five into last year like so it was probably October like and very we good were just, we were kind of just doing a few um like review shows and stuff like that. And then as the off season kicked in, then um, just to kind of keep it going over, we were seeing, we had a few lads on, we, we had last week or two weeks ago, we had um, a lad that's actually playing over an Irish lad. He's from Enniscary. He's playing in the college over in, in the States. And mm. uh, and he's hoping to get into the draft next year. Um, okay, 20, 22's draft 20, then, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because they have... Opposition. What position does he play? A punter. All oh, right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it was either like a punter or a kicker. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'd have the athletic ability, would oh, we not? Like, in fairness. No, wouldn't produce too many O line boys, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. Or like an edge rusher, like, you yeah. know. But, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's the Irish mold for a kicker. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. 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 Jeez, that's very interesting now that he's hoping to, to, to get into the draft. But yeah. the likelihood of him probably going undrafted would be quite high, like, unless he's an exceptional college talent, really, as a kicker, isn't it? Like, you know. Yeah. What was it? Was number five? He was. Is yeah, it Mel Kuiper? What's his name? Mel Kuiper? Yeah, I don't know if you know Mel Kuiper. He, uh, only does, um, does a lot of these mock drafts. Mm. Uh, he put him. This year, if he was to go for the draft, he'd put him in his top five uh, punters. Now, Very saying good. That, not that a lot of punters would get picked up maybe in the deeper rounds, but... Um, it'd be yeah. a six know, or like, seven round pick, kind of like, you know, max. Yeah. Max, yeah, like, it is, but, isn't uh, it? But still, yeah. like, even to get that to get that kind of, <clears> like, even that limelight, like, is, is serious. Like, he, he's got, like, seen a few videos of him, like, he's got some boot on him. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, She's training, very good. Like, his, yeah. Yeah, because um, like all the draft videos and stuff like that, I've been a little bit out of the loop. I'm actually off social media, I suppose, a self-imposed band, really. And uh, so, do you know the way, like, in the build-up to this now and even hitting free agency, I'm a small yeah. bit out of the loop, like, so I'm trying to follow it on the Ravens app and um, the NFL app, but you don't, you know, get the breaking news, you know, the Ian Rappaport tweet, <laughs> yeah, like, you know. The so. man to follow is right, yeah. Him and Adam Schefter, like, they have everything going. Yeah. They never sleep. Uh, they never sleep. Never sleep. It's mad. Did you see yeah. the? Did you see the video of him on um, uh, the Pat McAfee show? And he gets the he gets the 
who did he get? There was somebody sacked. Was the Jets manager was uh, our coach was getting the sack? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, and he got the breaking news online, so he'd cut the link. Like, so it's just it's mad. Like they're constantly, uh, they're constantly looking for the next thing, aren't they? Really, like you know, yeah, hard to keep up with it. But it's unreal though, like how, how no, do you expose everything, isn't it? Like even at the college game, like, you know, and I see like, you know, you yourself there, Matthew, with the, the Longhorns t-shirt on, like, you know, we, we were in Austin there a couple of years ago. We didn't get to see, uh, <clears throat> it was during, it was during November, it was during the start of a bit of a break in the season. There was no games on the same weekend, I think it was, and or they were away from home, I'm pretty sure, but um like just the size of the stadium like you know for a college team no, it's just massive we were there ourselves two years ago as well it was oh, well, i was there twice when were they were there matthew was it two years yeah, ago we in may we were, we were there in may yeah yeah 2019 the year may we were playing in new york that year yeah we went to texas then after so yeah we made uh, well, we, we ripped the hole out of it all together but <laughs> but uh, we're at the Longhorn Stadium, like like that yeah. game on. But geez, it's some spectacle, like isn't it? It's been isn't renovated. It? I think it's been it's been the capacity's going up more. They were, when we were there, they were actually extending behind one of the goals. They're right. putting like like a like a, a balcony's in it. You know, you'd be able to have a beer and be out in the balcony looking out in the field. Yeah, they're ex- ex- expanding behind the goal there, so the capacity would probably go up another bit. Like yeah, like that's we that's we too. were in um. Orlando there, <clears throat> it would have been uh, Christmas 19, the start of 2020. So really when COVID was kicking off, like, but we got in the Citrus Bowl and Alabama were playing Michigan. Like, and like the Citrus Bowl, like, so what would it be? It'd probably be, probably fifth or sixth, I suppose, ranked bowl. If even that, like I'd say, yeah. you yeah. know, and like the crowd that was at, it was just, it was crazy. Like, you know, and like we ended up like having a few beers with these lads um, that drove from from Michigan. Like you know, they're up in where's the location, Ann Arbor, I think it is. Yeah, it's it took them like twenty something hours to drive down. Something crazy. Like we were like, Jesus, did you like? Did you get any sleep at all? Like, and the three boys were there. Like, oh no, uh, when the driver was was getting into the seat, like they were taking these fucking anxiety pills, basically to keep them awake to drive for like eight or nine hours, like bonkers stuff. Like to go follow the college team, like you know. So uh, you have to respect that going too. to Pro Park, like. Yeah, yeah. Given out about you know, if we if we had a bit of traffic there and you know it's over three hours, like ah, Jesus Christ, yeah, like you know what I mean. Better win now for all this. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's different level. Um, yeah. No, thanks for coming on. I didn't even introduce you, but uh, yeah, fair play to you for taking the time out. No Guys, you need no introduction for all for all Ireland's. Is that right? Blame Wikipedia now if that's wrong. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's for it. Jesus, Wikipedia, you're going off. Fair play to you. Now. It could be yeah, anything yeah. up on that now. A few boys could be. Yeah, I could think be a lot there on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I drew yeah. the All Ireland medal total here already. So fair play to you. Yeah, yeah. So um, and we, I know. Look, said, like we you know, when we uh, when we missed you there, we won't go too much into the GA because us being from the West of Mayo, we're. Uh, we're not too clued in with the hurling. We probably know more about it. Uh, it's no bother at all, lads. She's like, really prefer this now, like, in more of a... I was to say, I'm sure you're not, you're, you'd rather not be talking <laughs> about it now when you're actually off, like, for a while. I'd yeah, say, yeah, yeah, do you know, because when you come on to these yokes, I've done a couple of Zoom calls with different clubs and, you know, I started talking to them and did one with um, a club in North Carolina, Rally GA. There's a neighbour right. of ours over there. She's married in over there. And... Uh, yeah, Jesus was nearly done question and answers at the end for about an hour and a half. Like, and they're obviously just still love it so much. Like, do you know what I mean? So you're trying to stay on, like, facilitate. But then afterwards, you're just like, Jesus, I'm nearly sick of it. And I'm not even yeah. playing, like, you know. So, 
It's mad, right. like, yeah. We wouldn't know a slither if it hit us in the face. So you're, you're, you're <laughs> I'll say, say what we mean in football now, so look, we, we, we'll say no more then. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, but how, I suppose, how did you get into your cell phone? Um, initially, American football, um, what was the... It would have been back in, it would have been about 2003, 2004, like when I started taking a proper interest in it. And, you know, like I suppose, I don't know whether it was around that time that the Sky Sports coverage was really um, started to take off. I think it was, wasn't it really? Because we would have always had Sky Sports and um, never really paid much attention to it up to that stage. And um, yeah, so that's really how I got into it. And and then there used to be always um, a highlight show, I think it was on Channel 4 or something like that as well. And that used to be like a Saturday evening. So you used to show all the previous weekend's games. So like, obviously, you know, you wouldn't get to see the late night games. You wouldn't get to see the Monday night game and, and things like that. Like, so that was a good way to, you know, I suppose maybe get to, to learn the know-how of it really. So that's, uh, that's is around 2003, 2004. And the Ravens Super Bowl back then too. On uh, was it was it on RTE back then the Super Bowl or was it just on like Channel Five? I think it was. Can't remember. I used to be watching it on. Um, yeah, because we we ended up. Um, yeah, it was it was always Sky or the Channel Four is what we used yeah. to be watching it on. Like yeah, so I can't remember whether RTE had it like, but um, they'd have none of the adverts, and then when it would go to an advert, they'd bring the camera like to the right to the back of the stadium and just do. A shot uh, from there like so like it was yeah, happening every yeah. five minutes so. that was like it's like the dodgy box stream now is it like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the stream goes blank like you know so RTE were way ahead of the game back in 2003 and 4 in fairness <laughs> yeah and how did yeah. you start following the Ravens is it I suppose is it relations or was it just kind of no none at all like and, and it wasn't there for the first Super Bowl win either like you know so it would have been a couple of years after that but I just think you know, like they were still, I suppose, one of the, the better teams at that stage. But like, you know, maybe the whole aura of uh, the Ravens organization, you know, like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed at that time. And uh, yeah, so just, you know, they were personalities, I suppose, and uh, personalities off the field and on the field. Like, you know, so they um, used to get a, a good bit of coverage. Like, and so that was that was one of the reasons why, I suppose, Um you know, and it just followed suit then ever since, like, would have been always trying to keep up to date with it, like, you know, and certainly even more so the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm a Ravens fanatic in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a Ravens man as well, but... Uh, Very good. You Sorry. you obviously, you obviously got in so as well for the Joe Flacco era. You got the Super... We got the Super yeah. Bowl, but we didn't get an awful lot of joy, like... Uh, <laughs> no, no, like, yeah, a couple of AFC Norths now, that's all we got out of it, like, and even at yeah. that, like, I think for the team they had with Joe Flacco during those years, like, I think maybe they were probably... Um, uh, a wide receiver or another player with maybe Dennis Pitt at that time, like away from, you know, I suppose contesting Super Bowls. But then when you look back on those teams, like they were exceptional, like sure, the Patriots had to, you know, wasn't it Billy Kniff, I think, or uh, I can't um, think of his surname now, missed the field goal oh, to draw yeah. it up to 27-24, uh, like back in the year before they won it, actually. Um, uh, Stephen Hauschka, the guy that he's kicking now with the Bills, I think it is. Yeah, is it? Right, right. You know, so they're always there, thereabouts, but like I still don't think they probably would have got to the Super Bowl. You know, you just need those X Factor players. And um, when they won it then in uh, the 2012 season, like when they won it in 2013, um, I think they had those, like Tory Smith and, you know, um, 
Dennis Pitt and then as well. They just had X Factor players at each position, like and Jacoby Jones then as well as a punt returner or kick returner, like you know, those those things like especially American football, the way it's so tactical, like it just uh you know, those small um you know, like your special teams is huge. That like. if they can give you yeah, good yeah. field position, it just it doesn't. It makes it so much easier. Like you know, and yeah. I know it's 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 such a um you know it's like say a Premiership team. If you're saying ah look, if you're good on set pieces, there like you know you'll always be there thereabouts. Like and it's you know an easy thing to point out, but not every team can get it right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, because like say so Aaron there. Oh. Up in the, I don't know, I guess your screen is different laid out. Down here, yeah. yeah. Good looking uh, one. Yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Raiders, he's a Raiders fan. And then Matthew there with the Longhorns jersey, he's a Bears fan. So very good. Very he's good. Suffer a lot more misery there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even talking about kickers there, Matthew. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry is all you can say, really. Think about it, you know. About the double doink, I still, <laughs> yeah, I still think about it a lot, you know, especially this last year gone. Whenever yeah. I think about things, <laughs> but like, do you know, do you know the way they talk about the yips and stuff like that? Like, and you, you'd always wonder, like, Fuck, the yips, like, should have been paid a couple of million dollars yeah. to do it? Like, what, like, what are you talking about the yips for? Like, yeah. you know, but I think watching that game that time, like, you know, it just probably emphasized like the whole. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you know what it actually is? Isn't it like you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, oh, like a good it's all funny margins, you know. Funny isn't margins. it like yeah, yeah? Um, we would have won that game nine times out of ten, like and absolutely. We playing a, a, a team that we destroyed a month before that in the next round of the playoffs, mm. like mm. and next thing, we're, the Rams ended up getting to the Super Bowl, who we destroyed a month before that. Yeah, they lost to the Patriots. So. And you know, I suppose the Rams getting to the Super Bowl last year against the team like the Patriots, like the, yeah. the way they were based all around like it's like a an offensive scheme. Like you know, Bill Belichick was always going to come up with some defensive, exactly. you know, uh, game plan to sort of you know I think stifle that. Like you know, and uh, yeah, so yeah, Patriots now. Um, none of your Patriots fans are you? Or no. Raiders, obviously. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You no, know, you'd always question an Irish <laughs> Patriots God. fan, like you know, and they're saying like, "Oh, the connection with Boston is just like, mm, yeah, those <laughs> all the Super Bowls they won as well, like you know, thank God, like like a Man City fan when they got all the money." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a twenty-five-year-old, twenty-five, thirty-year-old Man City fan. It's just like, when did you start sporting them there? Now, I said, "Ah, sure, you know, two thousand and ten or something like that." Like, yeah, just like yeah. I go, hey, Our you know. Do you, trust, yeah. uh, do you trust Lamar owner? Do you have faith in? It's an interesting one, like, and I suppose, um, you know, you have to look at, like, in fairness there, like, I think the Ravens um, are, like, a very well-run organisation, like, you know, so, like, with, with Harbaugh there, and even when they probably didn't have a great team, they were always very competitive, like, in DFC North, like, when, look, okay, maybe the Browns in the last year or two have only started to come into being a, you know, a franchise that people actually worry about playing, like, you know, but the Bengals were always there, they're about Steelers are, you know, they haven't been below 500, I think, since Tomlin taken over, so they're yeah. always going to be competitive, but um, 
yeah, so like they they, they trust him because they've literally gone all in the way that they're drafting players, uh, the way that they've targeted free agency this year as well, like with, with going after another tight end. I just actually seen it there. They've got um one of the Jag tight ends, can't think of his name now. Yeah, I just uh, seen that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh could pronunciation could be wrong here, but Zettler as well, the guard yeah, from, from yeah, the Giants. Like, and I'd say the way they'll go on the draft now again is they'll probably go, uh, whether they'll go O-line or D-line first, like, but it'll be, I think that's who, that's the 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 route they'll go first and second round and then probably a skills player, the likes of a, maybe even another running back or wide receiver, probably third round. So they're going all in on Lamar, to be fair. So, like, I think, yeah, you probably have to trust him then after that. And I think, um, you know, people then sort of forget, like, about, He's only going to be 24 playing this year, I think it is, isn't it? He's only yeah. going to turn 24 in December, I think. He will, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's still relatively young, like, and you you look at, you know, all the other quarterbacks that they're talking about, and Mahomes is a year or two older, or um, Watson is similar as well. So the amount of games that they've played before Jackson, um, you know, a lot of quarterbacks comes with experience, isn't it? Like, you have to read... Um, whatever defensive schemes are coming up against. And I think he sort of developed that a small bit this year, like, because even with everything going on with COVID, the amount of injuries they had, and, you know, I think he was carrying a few injuries and things, and he was able to start to play around teams with his arms a small bit, um, rather than depending on his legs. Like last year, it was just, yeah. you know, it was run heavy the whole time. Uh, and the Titans found that out in the playoffs. So, um, but I just think, like, again, the Bills, like, I, I don't think... Um, I think they're a very good team. Like, and again, um, you know, defensively, they're able to set up against the Ravens, stop on the run. And, uh, you know, because probably we don't have an X factor wide receiver, it wasn't somebody that was going to break, you know, o- over the top, like, you know, going for a 60, 70 yard touchdown. So, yeah. um, but back to the trust thing, like, um, yeah, I think, look, you have to probably go with what Bistrati and, you know, even the cost of there now in Harbaugh, like the way that they're drafting free agency, um, they're building around them. And so, yeah, you, you sort of have to run with that, like, you know, and um, I, I do think he probably needs to get a little bit more clinical with the arm because, you know, in last year's, last year's playoff game, I thought there was a couple of chances there, like, you know, that there was big plays uh, on the Titans defense that I think probably just could have swung momentum around, like, and, uh, um, Sorry, Miss Throws on Miss Throws, yeah. And then you know there was one where um, Hayden Hurst. I, I don't know whether it was Jackson's fault or Hayden Hurst, but he was literally just crossing the end line and he turned his head like, and the ball hit him in the chest. Like so, even if he sort of put up one arm, it was like it was right in the pocket. And another one then is Chris Moore was up the sideline, and it was just that half yard. I don't know whether you blame the wide receiver or Jackson for just putting it that bit too much in front of him. Um, but the the safety actually was jumping up on it, and he misread the play and sort of slip like so Chris Moore had the whole field to run into that so that's two two potential touchdowns like you know that would swing you know I suppose like with the crowd having a home playoff game like I think would have been huge but you know if buts maybe I suppose like you know you can keep going like even this year like on, on different occasions where it felt like they had the bills on the rack and just left them off the hook like and I think that um, pick six I think just you know it just felt like after that they were really chasing the game yeah, you know so um, but I think you just yeah I think you know you have to I suppose trust the the, the owners and um, you know everyone they're, they're all in on Lamar so you know like I think yeah. 
Yeah, definitely so. Like, and uh, I, I do think he's good. Like, he's probably going to win at least 10 games a year. Do you know what I mean? Because of, you know, play action alone, really. Um, you know, but I just think when it comes to playoffs and if teams, like, obviously you're a good team if you get to the playoffs. So if you're actually, you know, good at stopping the run, well, then you need to play, uh, play the team with your arm. And I just think that's where he needs, uh, you know, to come up to speed with. Yeah, I'd say, um, if anything, like being a Ravens fan now, Rather than the Joe Flacco era, like at least absolutely, it's, yeah. it's exciting at least, like you know, or isn't it? Might isn't have, it? But like, but like, like you said, like it, it, he is kind of. I mean, he has that escapability factor. Like you always have a chance in a game in terms of that. But yeah. when you when you're lacking that kind of deep pass as well, I think another thing that they could kind of prove is if like because like the Ravens fans every year want, like well, I guess we want them to sign a star wide receiver like and because yeah. like they got Hollywood Brown that year and um he's kind of he's had well he had an average season nothing exceptional mm. um there was obviously a lot of free agents this year uh wide receivers that they were hoping yeah. to get maybe Galladay or even Smith Schuster or Corey Davis but um I'd say if we were even if we could get a wide receiver we could and like a star wide receiver and then maybe that could at least rule out the fact that, all right, now, Lamar, you have at least an options to yeah. go to. So, you know, if you can't prove then, then maybe it's starting to look at something different. But Joe like you said, him. yeah, but like like you said there, I'd say they'll still give him a contract, to be honest. I can't see them. Yeah, it'll be interesting what type of contract they give him, though, like because I think they need to build like a, you know, um a star wide receiver as you mentioned there you know I, I, I do think um, they, they need someone like that and is Juju still on the market or does he go actually uh, Juju is actually talks today with the Jets I think that's probably where he's going to go but I, I'm not even sure on Juju to be honest either because like, like he's a bit of a he, he just loves TikTok too much. Like, all he wants probably to do doesn't suit dance, the Ravens like, culture like you know they actually yeah. don't really go for players like that don't you not to be fair yeah. and um, he is a real deep threat. His speed is exceptional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's such a big body as well. Like you know, and the way that the Steelers were playing last year, like they were nearly, like even if they were playing with four wide receivers, they were all nearly playing as slot receivers because none of them, like they knew that Big Ben wasn't going to throw over the top. Like so, they're all like running short route like routes. Yeah. So. Do you know what I mean? So, but he can he can play over the top as well, and I think Hollywood is probably and you see last year in the last couple of games and um, in the playoffs there. I think he's nearly um, he's better off playing as the slot receiver, like getting yeah. his hands on the ball and then making plays with his legs rather than yeah. trying to wrestle with a, a cornerback a, um, or even with a we'll say a safety coming up being double teamed like he's not big enough like big bodied enough or strong enough to you know to, to fight for a 50-50 ball like you know I just think they need to get the ball in his hands and make him make plays with his legs then after that you know he's more so of an AJ Brown kind of a player you know rather than go up and get a kind of a receiver yeah. you know that's absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like in fairness like there's never been a real season where Ravens wise, like we've ever had two star receivers or such. Like no. Usually we sign, like, say we signed Anquan Bolden that year, yeah, the Super Bowl, and then we signed, I think, Hushmanza uh, for like a season or two, and then we signed Steve Smith senior yeah. for like two or three years. Like, but like, 
we only get one like you only we're only allowed one and then it's run game and defense after that like, isn't so. it yeah yeah <laughs> and but i just think we it really depends on lamar's contract like and i don't think he's going to be worth in my opinion i i do think he's probably you know there's there's if you want to go off your tiers like he's certainly at the very top of the second tier but is he probably top five you know, with the likes of Rogers, Brady, yeah, Wilson, Watson, Mahomes, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, so, you know, it, I'd be careful what type of contract I would give him, really, because he does need weapons around him. He's not going to make plays. He's not going to throw players open every single play. He yeah. might do it a couple of times a game, but... Um, so that that's that's that probably would be my biggest fear. But like you mentioned there, like the Joe Joe Flacco era, I actually was over in uh, in Wembley a couple of years ago. They were playing Jacksonville. Oh, you got they, to that game. Oh. <laughs> I left. I actually left halfway during the fourth quarter. It was <laughs> awful. Like, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like it's certainly they're, they're certainly exciting to watch now. You know what I mean? Because you you you've no idea what's going to happen. Like, what's yeah. going to happen? You know. Um, but I, I think then you know having a running back like Jake J.K. Dobbins, like I think you just need to you know probably keep him in the game similar enough to what Zeke was doing with Dallas at a time when he's going well you just nearly need to keep giving him the ball isn't it like same with uh, yeah, Bell was, when he was very good like isn't it yeah like Most he was good. making he was making some serious yardage like when he was carrying it last year like and then they kind yeah. of give it to Gus Edwards then to finish off like he just drives it in like at the end yeah <laughs> yeah I, uh, yeah I got I got tickets for that game as well the Jags game uh but I was in the States at the time and I came home. I didn't get as much work, and I, as I liked over there, and uh, mm. like I came home a bit early because I ran out of funds, and yeah. Uh, yeah. came home a week early. Cause, no, uh, Mayo were in the. I don't think it was nineteen, was it? No, you were no, in the no, final no. every year. Don't say no, that. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was uh, seventeen. All right, right. It was. Yeah. It was seventeen. It was like, didn't they draft Lamar for that year? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. well. The following draft, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, because yeah. I came home, I came home, my funds were short, and I came home, and Mayo made the, uh, the final as well. So I uh, asked, the wrong know, choice. I, I had the two tickets, I had I didn't have tickets for the Mayo game either, but of course, you get them, like, and then I had to get funds off the outlet for the Mayo game, but then I, yeah. there was no way a week later I could ask him to go to London. For, to go, uh, yeah. Good fucking <laughs> thing I didn't because they got, like you said, it was 50 nil or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it was awful. It was awful. Um, you know, we actually, we got a very good game there. The same year we got to see the, uh, the Citrus Bowl. Um, myself and Wally Welsh, Wally actually sits beside me on the bus going to matches and then, um, so I think like he only supports the Ravens nearly out of support of myself <laughs> really and uh, do you know like so um so the two of us anyway we we um UPMC are obviously sponsoring Kilkenny and Nolan Park here and they're obviously um uh University Pittsburgh Medical Center like so they um uh are, are the Roonies like we started up that like so when when I knew the Ravens were playing the Steelers like so I was like gosh do you know around it couldn't get tickets at all like you know sort of in a couple of weeks leading up to it and there was they're going really expensive it's like that you know i don't know like so got onto one of the lads from home is is uh is working um uh he's one of the directors or he's sorry general manager of upmc in ireland here 
And I was like, listen, do you know, any chance you'd be able to swing us a few tickets? Like, sure. Ended up, you know, getting us a couple. And, you know, so sure enough, then we were down in Orlando. Uh, game was obviously in Baltimore. So organized the tickets. And about 10 days beforehand, then we we're trying to book flights at the busiest time of the year in the States for traveling, like, you know. So couldn't get anything into Baltimore, Washington Airport. So I had to fly to Philly, get an Uber down to Baltimore. Like, oh, I was some crap show now. Like, but we, yeah, so that's how we managed it. But geez, got to see a great game, even though RG3 was actually playing the same day. Um, but it's just like, it was pure, like, yeah, it was just great atmosphere. And it was deadly stadium to see as well, actually. But uh, yeah, so seen him a couple great of times. Experience. Yeah, it was it was cool. Like, and uh, you know, um, we we met a couple of lads here then as well that were going to it from Ireland. And uh, our strength and conditioning coach, Kenny here now as well, Mickey Comfort has a brother-in-law over there, and he lives in Baltimore. So uh, Jimmy's his name. So we were like, oh, listen, yeah, we'll meet up and you know a few beers and different things. And he was saying like, you know, look, an hour before the game, we'll go to downtown where the stadium is. Like, and he was like, you know, the place would be bustling. Like, you know, it'd be great. Like. And it was mildering down, like rain. I was just bucking. So I was like, yeah, like thinking there'd be nobody out about that. And down, people were just out in the streets, like, you know, and they're real mad sports town, like, you know, the Baltimore Orioles is the stadium. Uh, As you're walking down, you have to walk by it, like, and it's just, it's really cool. And as you were coming around, the game was changed to a four o'clock or the half four game, I think it was. So it's just about getting dark. Like, and as soon as you turn the corner at the Oriel Stadium, like it's just the MT Bank is there and it's glowing like in the purple. So it's actually cool, like to see. But uh, yeah, it was a great experience. We had deadly seats then as well to make it better. Like, so yeah. <laughs> uh, different. It's it's a it's a show like in the states. It's not just a sport. It's not just a game. It's the it's the whole day. Like it's the way they do it. It's like I've been to. I was actually the Ravens Raiders game a couple of years ago when I was, I was over there in, uh, in the Coliseum as well but it's the same yeah. it's the tailgating beforehand like yeah. they're meeting characters like and it could be pissing rain it could be snowing out but the place would be rocking like so. yeah, yeah. I, what did you think of the college game I, I don't think any of us have been to a college game but the atmosphere watching that in the telly is just it seems like a level yeah. above NFL even yeah now I think um, like obviously the bowl game that we were at so it's not like the case of where you know you go to the Longhorn Stadium and there's however many like the stadium is probably 95% Texas fans do you know what I mean so um, it was nearly split in half Uh, probably a little bit more Alabama fans were at it um, than than Michigan fans but uh, yeah the atmosphere was cool just again the whole build up to it just because there were two such uh, college powerhouses like you know there was a real buzz around and uh yeah so um it, it was slightly different beforehand um yeah uh just because of that like there was a real mixture like everybody was mixing with each other because uh, we, we went to a good few games we went to games in new york as well when we were on holidays and a game in san diego we were at the last char- san diego chargers game in the, the qualcomm i think it was and they were playing the Chiefs, like, and that was the year the Chiefs were really coming good. They had drafted uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, Kelsey was there a few years, the Kareem Hunt and that as well. I think it could have been the year before they drafted Mahomes because Alex Smith was still playing. But yeah, um, yeah that, was a, that was, that atmosphere was ridiculous because there hadn't been anything signed about the Chargers going up to LA at that time. But uh, 
you know, everybody sort of knew about it. And, uh, you know, the owner at the time, like, you know, there was people protesting at the game and it was real, uh, yeah, it was a real tense atmosphere. And then um, it was nearly like halfway during the third quarter, I think it was, the Chiefs ended up getting a couple of quick touchdowns and just the whole atmosphere of the stadium changed, like, towards the director's box, the owner's box, like, roaring abuse. And it was mad, like, you know, so... Um, but they, I haven't been to an actual home college game. That is something now that I, I will certainly plan, like, you know, to, to get the real feel for it, like, you know. But, yeah, um, just, yeah, as you said, it's the whole, the way they market everything, the, you know, tailgating beforehand, the music between plays, and, you know, and it's just, it's a pure show, like, it's great, like. Do you reckon yeah. the GA could take anything from, from that well, think- or bring it in, or do you think there's much... I think the way they probably, um, you know, they want the GA to go now with like the Sky Sports contracts and that then as well. Like I think, you know, in some ways they can, you know, make it a little bit more, uh, like the build-ups a little bit more dramatic and different things like that, you know. Um, but I think it would be quite hard because it's it's so quick, like, and even with Gaelic football, like, you know, it's not a case of um, there, there's a stoppage or anything like that. T- t- like the ball is in play for, you know, large portions of the game, like, so it's not, um, the, the show element, I'm not so sure how, how they would, you know, bring something in uh, to, to, suit the GA but like I think they can certainly take ideas how they promote the players and yeah. and different things like yeah certainly certainly do and uh, some of the entrances then as well it'd be cool like you know coming out under the corner and under Crow Park there would be nuts wouldn't it like <laughs> under smoke screen and stuff like that it'd be crazy actually yeah it'd be cool. fire coming up yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you're playing Dublin, you'd have to come out underneath the corner of the Cusick in the Hill 16 there, like, you know, and, yeah, you know, it'd be great, like, so it was, I was you know. Say, they had this year, didn't they, on the NFL, like, everybody had their own, like, little emoji, and, like, everyone had their own little dance that they'd do, so you could, like, yeah. you could have that next year. <laughs> yeah, 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 but no, it is, like, it's a pure show, and, like, I'd happily spend whatever money I could now to, to go to a Super Bowl, to be honest, like, you oh, know, again, yeah. just to show elements like of it, you know, and um, a couple of lads then went to, to New Orleans. Um, oh, the Dome. New Orle- yeah, no, they weren't at the Dome, but they were playing, they were playing the, um, one of their, their first playoff game there this year. Uh, no, sorry, last year would have been 2019. Oh, it was the Vikings actually. It was the missed call actually. (laughs) And it was just the whole day building up to it. It was just the town went mental, like, do you know what I mean? It was like a mini Mardi Gras, like they were saying. Uh, And that's like every home game for the Saints. Like, it's just a pure festival mode, like, you know. So, something like that now, like, you know, it'd be be cool to see, like, you know. Um, But uh, it'd be hard to know now what the the GA could pull from it. Like, I think maybe the whole build ups to it, like, you know, playing off the rivalries, yeah. Like I think they could, you know, Sky Sports could do something like that with well, Sky, it. Sky, you're bringing in the stats a lot more as well. Maybe they're taking that from it. Like they're they're a lot more zoned yeah. in on the statistics before the games. And yeah, yeah. They're they're big green screens and. And I'm not so sure. Do, do, yeah, I'm not so sure. Like do, like you know, I know my father at home now. Maybe the younger generation, the likes yeah. of us, like you know, watching games. Like we want to see, like you know, how many. 
high catches were 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 fielded, you know, by Brian Fenton in the last couple of games and stuff like that. In comparisons, we'll say maybe Tom Parsons or Aidan O'Shea of Mayo. Then we'll say, do you know what I mean? Like I'd I'd be very interested in that, but like I just know my my dad at home would be pure old school, so he'd much prefer probably RTE and Joe Brawley and the boys flaking <laughs> off each other there, like you know. So that that's it. Just depends maybe what generation you're in, and just the the Americans love the stats and that whole element yeah, yeah. of you know, being over under, or, you know, like whatever it is, like the podcast here, like they, they yeah. love that, don't they? Like, you know, and oh, yeah. uh, it's all figures for them, really. Yeah. Even um, the cameras they have, do you know the cameras they have in Sky in the NFL? Yeah. You know, they right, zoom in. They're yeah. unreal. Yeah. What, what are they called? Is it, is it a, uh, I can't think of, do you know the one that we used to go out on the field? So when there used to be like, um, when they'd call a timeout or if there was an injury yeah. timeout and the players are huddling or whatever. They had an aim on the camera, but it was just, it felt like you were playing a video game. It was oh, nuts, man. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The background is a bit blurred, I think. It's more... Yeah, it's yeah. It's in your face, really, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool now. It's deadly. Um, you know, and I think maybe things like that, like if, if um, you know, there was a proper break in play, like, you know, that if something like that was happening, but... No, I, maybe the fact then that we're amateur players, I, I don't know, like, look, yeah. they're all based <laughs> off, like, their social media following, really, aren't they? Like, you know, yeah. sort of the brand of it um, to to some degree. Like, you know, if you have a big brand there, you know, you could probably demand more of a contract and um, Everton follow suit off that. Like, Juju there, like, we'll get a big contract, um, whether we, you know, think maybe he deserves it or not. I think, you know, he certainly... Um, he's good enough to get a, a decent contract out of it. But, you know, I, I personally wouldn't like the whole social media, the TikTok things no. he's, he's yeah, doing. I just think different. it's a, it's a bad vibe on the team. Like, but you know, yeah. some teams like that, the likes of the Jets there now who are in the doldrums, they need, you know, I suppose any type of media coverage at all is nearly good media coverage for them in some yeah. ways, you know? Um, so they, they, they'll play off that probably as much as possible. Wait, you see. And imagine Brian Cody would be too happy with the, <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I would have been a, I would have been a regular user of of Twitter and things like that as well. And you know, I'd be getting onto lads and stuff like that. I wouldn't really give a hoot. And uh, yeah, so I used to, I used to get the auto. You know, be careful, sort of a thing. Like, you know, so maybe that's why I'm on the self-imposed ban. But uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Very much like Bill Belichick looking from the outside anyway. Cody and Belichick. I don't know, is that a fair comparison? But yeah, it is like and you, you look at Belichick now what he's doing, like I suppose building a whole new uh like and I think they're probably even gone well maybe maybe with the with, with Cam Newton as quarterback, like I don't think they'll probably will certainly go a deep run into playoffs, but they'll be there or thereabouts for, for the East this year. And um, like with all the acquisitions he's made, like, and I think the, the free agency was only barely open and Matthew Juden had, you know, signed with him. So, um, yeah. They know exactly the type of players like, and I think people then forget like last year, I think they had the most players opt out due to COVID. Wasn't it yeah. like nine? Yeah. It was ridiculously high yeah, number or something like that. Like, because I think the next closest team had like three or four or something like that. And they were players who, who you know, who had underlying issues themselves and are, are maybe members or whatever. And it just, it was like the pages were just like, I know, feck it sort of thing. Yeah. You know, in fairness to Belichick, yeah, I think like, you know, he's, he's, he's always, um, you know, looking at uh, rebuilding and it, they, they base everything off of culture really, don't they? And, um, you know, but I think, 
whether it was Belichick's or Robert Kraft's, you know, um, decision to leave Brady go, I just think like, I, I think it was, yeah, they'd have to question themselves, to be honest, like, you know. Uh, they would now, yeah, Brady, especially once he's done it once. Uh, yeah, point. absolutely. Like, and you see like, you know, Brady, what he's done there and okay, albeit the, the Buccaneers were probably missing a quarterback to actually take him the next step, like to, maybe even an NFC game, let alone a Super Bowl. Like, because Winston's, you know, he's he's not good enough, um, in my opinion, you know, to, good enough maybe to be a starter, but certainly to, to get a deep player from, don't think yeah, so. Yeah. But so that was probably the player they were missing, like, you know, and I think um, just, you know, you see what he's doing now, like restructuring the contract, you know, to allow more cap space to bring in more players. And he, he was always seen, he always seemed to be willing to do that to Patriots, like he was a pure team player. So it was about winning, like it's not about the money with, with you know, Brady, you know, okay, his wife is earning more money than with, and like it's probably easy to say that then, like, you know, but most players are just driven by you know, what sort of signing bonus they can get, what sort of, you know, contract they can get out of it, you know, and you see players like in their last year having breakout seasons, yet they're on a yeah. team for five years, like, you know, so I question that, like, it's just like, you know, well, were they actually busting their backside for the previous four years? Probably not, like, you know, and um, so a lot of it is driven by money, so that's where, and I wouldn't be a pretty fan now, to be honest, um, you know, just maybe because he's so successful, like, you know, but I oh, think yeah. you have to Same respect him. Do you know, like, but I just think the way that he's gone about things down in, in Tampa Bay, I just think you have to really admire him, and, you know, I'm sure the Patriots knew what type of character and type of person he was, like, so for, for them to leave him walk maybe so easily, I don't know, I just think that it's, it's, it's uh, you know, yeah, I think they'd have to question question that, like, you know, big time. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it seemed to be to do with uh, Belichick as well, like he kind of, I mm. think he thought he was, he was definitely finished, like, because the previous year before he left, say, he obviously didn't have a great season, but I'm sure he yeah, never had any weapons there ever, like he always no. put no, on trees with little yeah. fucking... The offensive weaponry he had his last season was horrific. Yeah. yeah. Bad as you'll get in the league. And Isn't it? Brutal. And people well, get that. Like, he still went to the playoffs with that. Still winning, yeah. They went to the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, they, lost, they lost the first round. Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did too, actually, yeah. Um, you know, and they still... They could have won 10 games that year, like, do you know what I yeah. mean? So, I just think... You know, and a couple of their players hit the free agency market that year. You, um, the wide receiver Hogan, can't think of his name. He was number fifteen. Yeah, it's Hogan. Yeah. Do you know? And who's he with now? Nobody probably knows. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Is if he's is he still with a team? Do you know on a on a? I think on he a, went to actual Jacksonville. Did he? He went to Jack. Uh, you know, Jacksonville or the Jets? I can't remember one of them. You know, and yeah. he was the top wide receiver there, and it's just so yeah. I think like everything was built around you know Brady and look maybe I don't know. Um, did Belichick probably not like the you know um, probably coverage that Brady was getting that it was sort of on him? Who knows? Like you know, and it just seems like Brady went down there with a chip on his shoulder down to to Tampa the roster in Tampa Bay was assembled just as you said there they were just missing that final piece all the yeah. all the pieces were there receivers yeah. defensive players they were all it was just Winston was just too erratic like you know yeah so, and it, it, was on like his, it was on his part as well like he took less money to even he could have got more money elsewhere like but he knew himself going back from being a winner you know he knew himself 
he had a better chance with them above all the other teams on the table. He managed and I think to get he, his friend Antonio Brown in as well. Like, yeah, halfway through yeah. The year, and like, and so Gronk like, coming back out of yeah. um, retirement as well. But I think, yeah. like, you know, the last year I've nearly got more respect for Brady because of that, like, taking the less money, you know, than he was offered. And I think it was three or four other teams, I think. Yeah. You know, and it was just about, like, he was like, well, F that, like, I just want to win, like, you know. And yeah, the, the likes of Cam Newton say is on. You know, I don't know how much more than he's done a lot more than Brady anyway. He's what one one wildcard game he's won, like yeah, exactly. And, and you know, yeah, that's the money that Brady's on. Like he's just he's driven differently, like you know, isn't he? Isn't he? And um, I I think you know I, I I've yeah I've got a lot more respect for him because of that. You know, just where he just solely wants to win, like you know, and that's uh, yeah, you have to respect that, don't you? Really, um, especially yeah. now the way everything has gone, people are just driven by money social media following you know and things like that that's how they deem themselves successful you know but it's it's about winning you know like even if you're involved playing with a fucking club doing that at all like you know it's, it's all about winning really um you know and that's that's why we play sport though isn't it like you know it's oh, yeah. like from a young lad there like you know you playing five yeah. aside there and primary school and secondary school like it was just about winning like you know and it was yeah. just that and it looks like Brady is just a pure kid playing now constantly wanting to win that was it like you know so yeah. I think this year yeah, I've gained yeah. a lot of respect for him now to be honest yeah it looked like he had a lot more like fun this year even like Did, didn't it, was, he? It, it wasn't fo- like it wasn't focused so on the defence like compared to the way Belichick kind of always focused it not that that was anything yeah. wrong because obviously he won yeah. so many Super Bowls like but even the after party and the pictures of him getting pissed, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, you never see that. And no, and the Patriots, no, no, he was always like, it was always just seemed like it was all Gronk was the, the party, like, but Brady was all over social media, like, you know. And I think it, from that point of view as well, it was just like he was down there and he was just like, you know, it was like a cage, you know, well, I won this, I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, you know, so yeah, I just think you know, because well, of the that, inside a bit more, like, makes me a bit more like. Definitely, he's and, like a robot uh, for the last twenty years. And, yeah, yeah, what do you think of the Tom versus Time thing? Did you see that um, videos that were going around? It was on Facebook um, a couple of years ago. Um, it, it was like a four or five part series showing like his whole training regime and the whole lot. Like, did any of you see that? No, no. I listened to a podcast about him. I think it was was it a podcast that was about Tom Brady, or it was about the craft kind of era in the Patriots. Mm. But I, I didn't see that one. No, it sounds interesting though. I, I look it up and. Um, it's definitely a couple of years now and I'll send it on to you but um, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's worth a watch like but at that time it just felt like that he you know whether there was much enjoyment in it and it was just like you know he was there some of the things he was doing and you know the whole avocado ice cream thing it's just like a fick off like do you know what I mean and it's horrible well look maybe that's just myself like other people probably were you know amazed by it, like or whatever but look maybe that's again look that's why he's playing what's he going to be 44 next year like and he's still yeah, playing at the very top fine. like so look that's what you have to do maybe you have to lay off the magnums and get some avocado ice cream <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 and do, you, do you see many transferable skills like say from Harlem for example to American football or um, do you think an Irish person could potentially make it over there someone that's grown up here or, or outside of being a kicker I think it'd be very hard like and 
simply because it just, you know, the, the, the size of them, um, you know, and the athletic ability they have, like, for somebody who's six foot seven, six foot eight, like, you know, and even say someone's six foot ten, it's yeah. full foot taller than me, like, and they can move just as quick as me, and, you know, um, their, their coordination levels. And, but, like, when you see the amount of players that go through college level, and, you know, I was, I was listening to something there a couple of years ago about, like, the percentage of, collegiate players that start um, you know um, start playing college football it's only like point zero zero something isn't it it's, it's tiny to actually yeah, make it into the NFL you know so you like see one percent of one percent of one percent I think from from the peewee football to the high school to the college to is, yeah. right right is that the way it is sorry yeah like so when you when you break that down into the amount of people who actually play, like as, as you're saying, peewee football, high school football, just think, yeah, it would be quite hard. And you see, you know, the likes of Aiden O'Shea going over there, and Aiden O'Shea is a huge man. I've met Matt Couple Functions, well able to move, like, but when you see him in comparison to some of the the tight ends that he was, you know, going up against, and they were bigger men than him, but they just yeah. seemed that they were moving quicker, moving more freer. You know, and I think like seeing that actually was frightening, really. Um, you know, um, just the, the the pace of everything, and um, Genetic, you know, almost like it's, it's it nearly is like, isn't it? Um, I, I just think it would be quite hard to be honest. Maybe like definitely not O line, D line, your tight end, wide receiver. I don't think genetically we'd probably have the speed for that. To be honest, um, you know, maybe something the likes of a. Uh, is safety if you know you're you're extremely intelligent you, you can read you know the play and uh you know and again i think that probably has to come from a very young age like the way that you know the offensive line are setting up what way the tight ends are sitting you know what way the wide receivers are sitting like that just pure you know you're, you're so well experienced in that you can you're seeing these things you know over and over again like that you recognize you know different routes and different things so you know, from that point of view, I think it would be hard to even play that position. But mm-hmm. no, I, I don't think so. I, I genuinely don't think so. Like, even you see in the UK there, you know, you had a couple of players. Uh, wasn't there a defensive lineman there with the 49ers? Could be corrected now on that. Um, uh, the defensive player with uh, the Panthers, F.E.O. Bad. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, actually. Sorry, because it's on the Panthers all or nothing and I'm on Prime there. Yeah. So it is. And, uh, you know, and you see him, like, he's just a freak in terms of his athletic ability. And, like, he, they show, like, a scene, he goes back to the UK, like, back into their pub, like, where they are, and he's meeting up with a couple of his friends. And his friends are just normal size, like, well, I'm presumed it still could be six foot. This yeah. man's, like, six nine, six ten, like, and he's towering over him, and he's huge, like, so I just don't know, like, I, I think, you know, apart from kicker, like, or something like that, I think it would be very, very hard for, for an Irish player to make it, to be yeah. honest. Well, the Christian Wade, the rugby player, was over there. Yeah. He was on the Jacksonville practice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bills, he was. The Bills. Uh, no, the Bills, sorry, yeah. yeah. You, you know, and he, 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 he's coming back for this year. I think he was on the practice squad last year. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Or is he gone? Or did he? What was last year his first year? Yeah, last so. year he was, uh, he actually, had, or last year, the year before. It was the year before, actually, I think. Oh, from the year before, sorry, I think it was, yeah. yeah he had a couple of flashes in pre-season. He'd won long run in pre-season. His first yeah. game, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see sure. him on a rugby pitch, he is 
Yeah. Rapidly. He's he's indeed a player on the pitch, like and then by by a mile though. Mm-hmm. By a mile. If he just gets the ball into his hand and if he has that like yard or two space, like if the other winger is not sitting up on his face, like as soon as he's collecting that ball, he's gone. Like mm-hmm. do you know, so he is just you know, in terms of his pace and the acceleration that he's has, you know, you see rugby players there in a professional entity and you know they're struggling to keep up with him. And um, you know, I just think yeah, it'd be fierce hard for for some uh for someone from Ireland, like I just don't think we have the genetics for her, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what's kind of interesting on it. We had um, we had uh, a UCD uh, football coach on uh, Darren Farrell. He coaches the his defensive backs coach with the uh, Irish national team as well, and uh, he played kind of. He actually played a bit in the states. He played all around Europe, and he played in Germany. I think semi professional. He was kind of telling us like about Irish Irish people being able to break it into the US, like any kind of had said not in the next 10 to 15 years anyways. But he said uh in Germany, like they started in the last like 15 years, they started playing from like three years old and started camps at, like playing American football from like three years old. Yeah. And like they they kind of they really take it like fairly like professional over there now. Okay. And uh and uh he says like there are molds now, like the people that they're kind of molding as like young lads are like the same size of the US can kind of athletes now. Like, and there's a guy, he's kind of interesting to look up. Like he's, um, his name is Alexander Honig. He's a, he's a German guy. He's, he's, he's been taken on as a quarterback for TCU and he's six foot six. Uh, he's like 235 pounds. And he's like 17 his fucking unit altogether, but like, how, how do you like, spell his surname? Uh, H O N I G. Uh, like they reckon, like, like he's gonna be, he's gonna have a lot of cameras on him, anyways, just because he's a European guy coming in as yeah. quarterback to a college team, like, but like, like TCU, they're a Division One team, at they? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I mean, they're horned frog games. Yeah, horned frogs. That's them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like. Well, I, like there's a lot of stuff actually. There's a lot of articles about it. I think the Athletic had one up or something like that. But there's a really interesting. Like he's from this tiny Bavarian town. Like and he's he's so he's massive. Like he's molded in now because he started yeah. off like at, like two or three years old over there playing it. Like he's huge altogether. So like yeah, I'd Is say he... like if we had to get to anything like that, we'd have to start something like that. Out. So you have to start at the pee, any... don't you? Yeah, any sport like GDNs, and you have to build the underage, like, isn't it? Like, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. And I just think, you know, do we have the pool of in the the whole population for people, I suppose, to, you know, to garner a huge interest in it that we're going to be sending kids to to play that at Pee Wee football? I'd probably say not, to be honest. Highly doubt. You know, like in a couple of games, like we we've gone to. Go a few games in Wembley and my sister's over there so we sort of you know a tie visiting her but going to American football games convenient enough but uh, yeah we, we've gone to a few over there and there's huge German support at any of the games we've gone to like you know um, you know any of the pubs you go to beforehand and, you know like they're wearing American football jerseys so you're, you're striking any type of conversation you know and um, yeah like huge support go there from, from Germany and they were trying to get one of the European games weren't they to um yeah. to some of the stadiums in Germany and I just think that that'll probably be the next thing to be honest yeah. what will actually happen for the European NFL yeah. games you know like it won't be just like the London 
NFL schedule or whatever. Yeah, I think it'll be a European fixture. Like, yeah. 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 So. Like, because like that's how they, I'd say that's how they kind of became big into it. Because they had the NFL Europe League back in like the nineties. Yeah, like, and that's yeah. Their following is, and that's that's actually starting up again this year. Is it? A lot okay. of German teams are starting up again. Like there, there's a lot of like American kind of college talent that wasn't good enough for the NFL, but good enough for Europe. Like yeah, <laughs> like they're yeah. coming over to go again. Like, so, and are they are they trying to maybe? Uh, get another shot at trying to make the NFL do you think or it's I think it's in association with the NFL but it's I don't know like they were really pushing it to be like an NFL kind of franchise kind of thing last time back in the 90s and it just I suppose there wasn't really the market back in the 90s for it but now like NFL is so widely cast like around the world like everybody knows about it like so (laughs) it would have a lot more interesting this time like around because it, it feels like, you know, like the likes of, we'll say, Johnny Manziel, like going to the CFL, like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going up there to, you know, yeah, uh, revigorate my career or whatever, rejuvenate my career, whatever they're saying, like, and it's just like he's gone up there, like, and he is like, this is, do you know what I mean? Like, he's just yeah. like, Robert. look, I've no interest, huh? Robert. Yeah, it's cash. You know, it's yeah, cash. Playing, playing, playing in front of 100,000 people at Texas A&M, it's a bit different. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Like, I say he's going up there, he's just like, oh, come here. Like, freezing cold and obviously then as well. It's just like, ah, affect this. Do you know, know what like? I'm saying now that Johnny Mansell, he plays in a, a league, uh, it's a, called a fan-controlled league. Yeah, it's like in, indoor football <laughs> with Josh Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> No way. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. the court. I, I don't think he's even. A... Of, uh, James, did you see Hail Mary there online? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only about fifty yards. It's a yeah. tiny pitch. Fifty yards, Hail Mary. Jeez, I might manage that. Yeah, you know, but but they love it, don't they? Like you know, ah, and yeah. there's like amazing. even even the likes of that those indoor arena competitions are like even like a uh, like not a, an NFL type, but like sort of a secondary competition. The likes of some of the cities that don't have teams, you know, and take even St. Louis there, like they lost the Rams and they don't really, well, they have baseball there, um, you know, and I know that's, you know, a huge following over there, but like it just, you'd wonder why there isn't the type of funding to, like it wouldn't be on the same pay scale, obviously, but it'd be like a reserve NFL for, for yeah. want of a better word, maybe. Yeah. You know, you just, you'd wonder because the pool of players that are lost, like, you know, take Johnny Manziel there um, for argument's sake, like, you know, he was a treat to watch in, in college. Like his highlight reels are just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Johnny football. Yeah, like, you know, and it's just... You know, probably he he maybe had too much hype about him. Like I don't know, whatever reasons why he didn't make it in the NFL. Maybe he wasn't disciplined enough. Um, but you know, for the likes of them that probably just need a break to get into the NFL, I just never wondered why there wasn't something like that. You know, to to hold on to that pool of talent there. It makes yeah. sense. Surely there's a market. Like mm. even San Diego, like you said, a big city like that. You know, exactly. No Another one. Absolutely. Like you know and. Um, like you could have said maybe LA like obviously now they, they have the Raiders going there um, you know and uh, or sorry um, Vegas. yeah yeah Vegas and you know even LA like now they have the two teams like you know but there is you know Oakland like could be even another one like where they, they could support a team like that and like the following oh, that the Raiders like the- have like you know do you know what I mean a lot of those are not going to travel to, to, to Vegas to see the Raiders play 
Um, so they're essentially starting from scratch, like you know. Be pissed off. They're not going to keep following them after after that. No, no. And we we actually we got talking to um family. So we went to the tailgate thing down in San Diego, and um there there was a family there, and they had season tickets for a crazy amount of time. I don't know what it was. They were telling us the whole story about like uh, can't think of the, the Chargers. Uh, Gronky is a man over the Rams, but I can't think of a guy over the Chargers. But basically, like, put a proposal to the San Diego uh, County Council, whatever it's called, City Council, and uh, for a billion dollar stadium, like an indoor arena. And he was going to pay 100 million, and they were to come up with 900 million. And they were like, Are you joking? Like, what was the story? But that's why they reckon, like, the deal with. Uh, you know, in LA, it was nearly signed before that. Like before, he's even proposing. He knew the market he wanted to go to. He wanted to go to LA. Do you know what I mean? And uh, like it was sad to see these ads. Like were probably in their fifties. Like going here for yeah. I don't know how many years. We're saying their kids were were gone. Like and you know, and then the grandkids gone. And like it was just they were like, well, you know, we're not going to we're not going to LA to watch them. Like it's like an eight hour drive, seven hour drive, or, or well, no, it's not. It's less actually, but. Still, do you know, it would it be maybe an eight, seven or eight hour round trip or something? So, yeah, you no, know, like yeah. crazy stuff. Probably like, probably not uh, even the point either. It's more so than mm. just you know, leaving that particular city and then, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's yeah, yeah. So, just yeah, I always wondered why there wasn't a second market like that because now you see the NBA sort of have something similar to G League. Now, I know their um squads are a lot smaller, so like if players. They get a you know huge amount of injuries. They need to have people stepping up. Like they sort of have like reserve teams or whatever. Yeah. Just you know, I always wondered why there wasn't something like that. You know, but um, I think um, I think um, say back in late late nineties, early two thousands, they started kind of a similar thing to uh, like the XFL, say, but mm-hmm. uh, it team kind of team or. Uh, Places that didn't have teams started their own league. It was going well. And uh, there's two sides to it. They were getting on well with the NFL. They were getting on perfect. And they, that was the plan. If someone was doing good, that they could be upgraded to the NFL. Um, because the NFL want to be completely in power because you know how dominant they are. And then the <laughs> second second thing was uh, <laughs> Donald Trump came in to buy a team in the league. And, uh, and uh, he... Uh, I think he took over a New York team in the league and he hated the NFL because the NFL wouldn't let him buy a team in the NFL. So he went, he attacked them and then they disbanded the league altogether. Okay. <laughs> so, right. So they're Fair very, enough, I suppose. yeah. So they're very against <laughs> all these uh, like the, yeah, the NFL <laughs> wants to run the league, say, which is fine. And they want to be the dominant force and then they don't want anyone like a, a rogue owner coming in trying to think that they can <laughs> so yeah like like the other owners it's funny because it's like a funny show about i think about it i've seen in a documentary and they were like uh, all the owners were happy in the space they were they were making good money and they were happy to be second because they knew they couldn't get had the money to get into the nfl mm. and then trump came in and <laughs> Ruined yeah. a lot for everybody. <laughs> would, you, would you would you take it like um you know it is probably what a trillion dollar industry like I'd say the NFL you know the money that they have is is crazy um you know so like I, I could imagine they could do it easily enough like yeah. you know they could have the pocket for it um you know and a lot of those 
like, you know, St. Louis is the stadium, San Diego has the stadium, take it even maybe Orlando, like they have, I think it's called like the Camp and Moore Stadium, it's like a stupid name or whatever. It's a 60,000 seater stadium that's only used yeah. a couple of times a year, like, you know, it's yeah. nuts, like, yeah. you know, so places like that, like, sure they could, you know, um, they could put something together, you know, and uh, um, but yeah, so Jesus, it's mad with the Trump thing. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, now, but it just funny, seems- yeah. I don't know what the, is it a documentary or I think it was a, maybe it was a podcast kind of documentary I listened to yeah. about it, but yeah, it's funny, it's funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably yeah. the only thing he actually hasn't thrown his hand to. Like, obviously, he was blocked, but really, it was the NFL, wasn't it? Like, he seems to be yeah. involved in, in everything. Yeah, because I think he know. wanted to play like the Giants or someone like that, and, and the foundation that they're run by didn't want him in, and then he yeah. got blocked. He got like they have to. The whole league as owners have to vote if someone can take over their team, a team, and uh, they all denied him. Like so, then he went to the second team, kind of second league, and bought his way in. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> probably will be something that he he nearly tried to throw his hand back into again, wouldn't it? Just to stay relevant and and that yeah. as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. But he's he's bonkers, all right. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, an interesting season. Will you watch the draft or? Um, do, yeah. do you, yeah. you follow that? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and do. We're just having a chat. We might try and do a live show for the draft. We're not at. It's handy now when everyone's working from home. Like well, most people are working from home. Uh, some people are, and like uh, it's usually at a, it's usually at a weekend, isn't it? The draft. It's Thursday night. Oh, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. It starts right. Thursday. Yeah, right, right through the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we we'll try and we'll take a. Go at the first day, anyways. I don't think we'll get through to round seven, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, lads, if you got through to round seven, fair play to you. Yeah, well, are you interested in, um, in uh, watching Trevor Lawrence make it to the NFL? Have you watched him before, Clemson? I, I have, I have. No, the college game, I wouldn't really follow that much now, to be honest. Like, um, I wouldn't have, have done a stint in the States because I know I have a couple of friends in New York and, um, they'd follow the college game hugely. Not really a team, because uh, there's no like team in New York like Sarah, that are playing Division One. Well, I'm pretty sure that there, there's not um, a team playing Division One. But so, but they absolutely love it. They basically camp up on Saturday, like you know, watching just the college games all day, every day. Um, so they'd be always sort of sending me on stuff about him. So, but yeah, I think like he's a real deal. You see, there last year, like you know, he nearly bet. LSU on his own, like essentially, and uh, uh, or the year before, sorry, and um, yeah, and I just think there's an abundance now of like very good young quarterbacks coming into the yeah. league. Like you take it, you know, Joe Burrow there, and unfortunately, like you know, got injured there, um, you know. So yeah, I just think uh, it'll be exciting to see him. Um, you know, obviously, sure, Jacksonville has to go from like sure they're not going to. Yeah, Christ, no. like, we're very lucky to uh, to get into that space, like with the the way the Jets won those two games. Like. Yeah, and would you think, lads, the Jets like would they have went for for Lawrence, like, and tried to trade off Darnell? Like, what way would they have played that? Like, it would have been, you know, it would have been a very interesting couple of months, really, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, um, they they would have had to take Lawrence. The, the opportunity is too it's too big to let it pass. Like, isn't it? Never get in that position position again. Yeah, like even it for the like whole like, you know, yeah. you have a once in, you have a generational type player coming along, like you know, even to sell tickets alone, the marketing yeah. aspect of it, yeah, create jersey sales, like yeah. it'd be just 
Like Jacksonville needs that. Jacksonville is being rubbish now for a few years. They need they're, mm. in, they're one of the I think they're in the one of the smallest cities in one of the smallest NFL cities, we'd say. Um so like their market is small enough as it is in Florida because you have the Bucks there and you have the Dolphins and you know yeah. they, get so, that, they get that London game like every year as well. Yeah. So that's a yeah. he serious wanted, he wanted to move them to London at one stage. Yeah. He, he did actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your man can, isn't it, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which I think would have been cr- crazy. I, I don't know how they would have managed, like, you know, with, with teams. Should it would have been based across in the states? Like, what were they going to do? Fly back over, like, after playing a Sunday night game, like, yeah. you know, and yeah, train for the week in London? Sure, it's nuts. Like, the whole idea of that um, was crazy. But yeah, as you mentioned there, Matthew, like, um, remember a couple of years ago, um, they had the outrageous defense and it essentially yeah. carried them through to the AFC game. But, or was it yeah. they, did they get to the division round? Not too sure. But they got to the AFC, they, they should have won, actually. They had a touchdown taken off the Patriots. Yeah, Rob- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. That year actually, they had a the 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 upper tiers of the stadium in Jacksonville. They had like basically, you know, nearly two thirds of the the upper decks were closed off, and they sold them as advertisement um, spaces. So they did. So when they started winning games and they were going reasonably well, I think they won 12 games that year, actually. They were very good, like, and um, they had to end up buying out the sponsorship deals that they had because people were in demand, like, there were so many people looking for tickets, like, and they haven't had that sense. And I just think someone like Trevor Lawrence, as you said, like, you know, will sell tickets alone and, you know, just think they need that. And, uh, you know, similar enough to, to Borough there and the Bengals, like, you know, I think they were nearly going down the route of, like a Browns franchise, they were nearly going to be forgotten in some sense. Um, you know, and when those players then, uh, you know, when those high first rounders, like, you know, in the top five picks, when they come to fourth, fifth year and they're getting those contracts, they have no interest staying around with the Bengals and Browns. Well, Browns have been a bit, little bit different. Like, you know, they've been nearly um, draft loading every year for the last three or four years. And then yeah. I think now that shows, um, but the likes of you know those teams there, so the Browns have been so bad for twenty plus however many years. Like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, just t- like players are not going to stick around. The likes of Jacksonville doesn't have a market there. You know, um, Cleveland, Cincinnati probably doesn't have a huge market. Like, so you know they have to have good ownerships. They have to have good general managers, don't they? Like, you know, to to keep you know a, a decent culture in it because if somebody is going to act in the mix, like you know the whole thing, the whole deck will come down on top of them isn't it like and um you know and that's where like the jets like we, we, we were saying like oh they're not really relevant but you know the fact that they're in new york they nearly are in some sense like same with the giants the last couple of years have been bad but they've been still getting like prime time games simply because yeah. it's a new york outfit really isn't it yeah but you know unfortunately jacksonville doesn't have that you know no, Cincinnati. that's the hope for them now i suppose they will get that attention with Winning starts coming, you know, but yeah, it's all yeah. the players around him, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. He he got an operation, I think, on his non was it his thrown or non thrown shoulder? Non yeah, yeah. So, look, I suppose essentially that's look, it's, it's not going to affect anything at all. But Joe Burrow was really exciting to look at, like, I, th- I think oh. he's he's a top end quarterback, and uh, 
you know, I think Bengals have to be fierce careful about what way they're going to draft on an offensive line because if they're going to be allowing him to to run around trying to avoid <laughs> defensive linemen coming for the next four years, I think like as soon as it comes to the end of that, he's either going to demand an outrageous contract or else he's just going to go like, you know, I just don't yeah. think the way things are gone now and teams are, you know, building, literally building around a quarterback, similar enough what the Ravens are doing. Yeah, I think the, the, you have to be careful in the type of players you're, you're, you know, trying to attract there, like from from the top end down, you know. And just on, I've asked the two boys this before; they'd have more kind of in depth NFL knowledge than I would. But do you know when there's a first pick, like like Trevor Lawrence, for example, he's guaranteed to be the first pick. Has to be. Yeah. Why? Why did they never? You'd imagine he'd have some power in where he goes. Why is he automatically going to say yeah? yeah. I'm going to Jacksonville. Could Could he just say no? I know it's happened before. Was it Manning years ago? Yeah, yeah, with Philip Rivers, um, John Elway. John Elway as well, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think like he probably would have preferred to have went to the Jets, like you know, albeit I know they're after they only won one more game, I think, Denham or whatever, yeah. but I think, um, they, they have a greater potential because of the market of New York, yes, uh, yes. do you know, so. It's a difficult one. Um, you know, does he does he want to be known? It, it depends what sort of legacy he wants, like, you know what I mean? And, like, I think the Mannings, you know, he, being advised by their dad, like, did he want to go to, like, a basement team, the likes of the Charger? They, they, well, they were sort of at that time, you know what I mean? Uh, and San Diego, whether it had a huge market, like the Padres and them, like, were seen to be nearly a bigger uh, outfit than the Chargers when they were being drafted. So I don't really know. It's a fierce, difficult one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I think there is reasonable potential in Jacksonville because of maybe, you know, the division that they're in then as well. Like I, I think if they get things right, I think Houston are, you know, a car crash organization. I think, you know, you see Watson looking to go there now. And then, you know, there's a report out today. I think that Watson is there, there's a couple of things being filed against him. Uh you know, that could potentially kill whatever type of uh, draft capital that he could have got for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, there is great potential there, like, in that division. Like, if they just, if they get things right, but, like, you know, it's albeit, like, grand drafting first round, you know, uh, quarterback, but then, you know, your second, third and fourth round, you see a load of players now and Ravens probably been a little bit more better than other teams in the last couple of years. Their third, fourth, fifth round players have all been very, very good like and they've got either have signed very good contracts or else they've got very good draft capital for them if they're trading them off. Um, so I think it's, it's important for Jacksonville who they... Like they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Like, so it all, it depends on him whether he wants to go there or not. But I think the second, third fourth pick after that I think it's very important for him because they could miss another they could miss a year there essentially with Trevor Lawrence who's going to be the best as they're saying the best college quarterback that's come out of it since you know like you know the, the buzz that he has about everything since Andrew Luck I suppose is the last one Andrew Luck I suppose yeah. I was trying to even to think yeah. back there like because you look at Mahomes sure he was only third round pick like you know didn't really have much of a buzz about him uh, yeah. you probably could go back to Andrew Luck like you know what's that 2011 2012. Yeah, yeah. He was the unanimous number one pick that time as well. Yeah. 
you know, that's why I'm surprised, like, you know, the Jets, I know it's about winning, and I'm sort of nearly going back on it now, like, feck it, like, they were in some position there, like, they were going to sack Adam Gase anyway, like, you know, yeah. why were they being competitive in games? <laughs> Do you know, like, you know, well, isn't it really, though? Isn't it really? And I know, uh, who, who was on it, was on a podcast recently enough, or he was on some talk show, and he was talking about winning. I can't think of it now, but he'd won a couple of Super Bowls himself. And they were talking about like, you know, uh, he never was on a top end contract. He would always be in like top three in the position. And I think he could have been a D line man. His name would come to me now. And he was just like, look, it's, it's all about, you know, it was winning. Like, you know, I didn't care what sort of check I got. Like, obviously I knew if I was playing well, that was going to look after itself. And I knew if I was playing well, we're going to win. Like, and you hear teams now trying to, you know, what do they call it? What is it, trunking or what? Tanking, what, what? tanking sorry, yeah. tanking. Do you know, and he was laying into him. Like, you know, he was just like, couldn't fathom this at all. Like, but I think for somebody like Trevor Lawrence, who's once in a generational talent coming out, like, you know, best quarterback for what, 10 years? It is 10 years, 2011 yeah. since Luck or yeah. 2012, whenever. It's actually 2011 because Andrew Luck played 2012 because Ravens bet him in the wildcard game uh, in 2013. So he was drafted in in 2012, you know. So, um, you know, like I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd question the Jets there, like how they're being run from the top end. Surely somebody has to be questioning that. Like, they did, they did the hard work, like they, did all the games last up until the oh last my God, few. Traded away Jamal Adams, like, the, you know, the draft capital that they had, like, you know, and Sam Darnold wasn't even playing that well. Like, and I just think lads were playing for pure pride more so at that stage. Like, you could have benched Darnold and... You know, use the fit Darnell then as you know to, to gain more draft capital because there's a couple of teams that are probably in the lower end of the league. You know, the bottom we'll say maybe six teams are really really struggling for a quarterback, and he's a he's a decent quarterback. Like he he's probably a starter. Let's be honest about it. So they could have used him to certainly get probably what a second, maybe early third round pick for him. Yeah, no, he's he's at least worked at like because what was he top five, top ten pick? You know, I know things haven't worked out for him, but you know, I don't think they're probably. You know, they're not going to beat the Bills, won't beat Miami. Uh, the way the Patriots have draft are gone in free agency, they probably won't beat them now either. Like, so they, they're still the basement team in, in the East there, like, really. You know, the bar. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know. So, uh, and is there going to be someone like Lawrence, com- Lawrence coming out of college next year? No, probably not. Probably won't be for the next 10 years, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. so. Interesting one. Jeez, that's no, that's a tough question because, like, I'd be all for winning and you know, F that, like, you know, but I can just think when there's a talent like that on the board, like, come on. Because I think, in some ways, like, Jacksonville were nearly competitive in some games and then they were realizing what they were doing. They were like, Jesus Christ, we're throwing away an opportunity to draft one of the greatest college quarterbacks ever. Like, what we were doing, it seemed like the last five minutes they were handing away touchdowns, like, it was. You know, in their game, so you don't yeah. be flying the wall as some of the team talks like just to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but but I think you know he's 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 a serious opportunity. Joe Burrow, unfortunately, is a little bit more difficult of a task, like coming into the likes of the North because Browns have got things together. Ravens are always going to be competitive. You know, even in the Joe Facker era, they were winning six, seven, eight games a year. Uh, but you know the the division that they're in, I just think the South. Just think that's you know throw your hand at that there maybe uh, maybe the Colts have uh, got things together they've uh, drafted who wasn't it the quarter or gotten free agency um, Carson Wentz Carson Wentz yeah Carson Wentz so you know I just think yeah you know 
think there would have been a real opportunity there for them now to go from last to making, you know, uh, if, if we'll say the Coast get a couple of injuries, you know, you know, Wentz seems to be a little bit of a wet paper bag. Like if they can keep things together in Jacksonville, they will win games with, with, with Lawrence there. So they could make, even with a losing record, they could make a, a wildcard game next year, you know, as, as division winners. Yeah, 100%. Our conference yeah. or division winners, sorry. Yeah. So, but uh, no, it's it's, uh, it's an interesting one. But it, it's, it's such a merry-go-round now. You see Wilson now is looking to go like because of the way that they've been drafting, you know, and you just see that quarterbacks now, they don't want to be wasting a career being bet asunder really because regardless of what type of money you can get, if you're a winner at the end of the day, you just want to win, isn't it? Like, you know, so, and I don't think they'll be winning anything anytime soon. You know, Niners are going to be better. Cardinals are going to be better with Murray. Do you know what I mean? And um, obviously then you have the Rams then as well will will uh, come away with winning games. So I think probably the Seahawks could be facing into this year like probably being the worst team in in their division, like which is mad considering they won it last year. Like, yeah. I have uh, one last question for you. <laughs> it's uh, it just <laughs> you're on about the Q and A with the the GA, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Ravens fan, I suppose when when we won, when Jackson won the MVP, then catapulted into into playoffs. Before yeah. he done that, we had all we were thinking, oh geez, we could get a couple Super Bowls in his time. Like, do you think? Do you, how many or do you think we could get any Super Bowl during his time as like if he gets his contract or do you reckon like they when they're when they give Mahomes his contract they had kind of set a number on they're looking to get three Super Bowls uh, yeah Jesus Christ I'd wet myself if I got that many but like Jesus yeah. <laughs> oh, I take that too <laughs> I think um yeah. it depends on the contract that they give him really because I, I, I don't think he's like a top tier quarterback where he's going to be worth like what's in Mahomes going into? He's like mid forties, I think, and a couple of years it jumps to fifty or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's averaging out fifty or whatever it is with signing on contracts and things. I think isn't it. Um, but but he's a forty million quarterback. He is because he'll win games on his own with his arms or legs. It doesn't make a difference. And I think Watson is probably that type of talent too. But I, I just don't think Jackson is that type of talent where he's going to win a game on his own. Rogers yeah. Brady, to be honest. Um, so if that does happen, where they give him a ridiculously high contract, I don't think we, I think in the next year or two, if we don't win a Super Bowl, well then, I think maybe, you know, uh, we'd probably miss the boat with Jackson. That'd be my opinion. Because I think he needs a good team around him. Yeah. You know, uh, I think he needs a good team around him. Um, and it, it just, it, it's just to be seen there in the last couple of years, like you see the Bills, like there's such a well-run organisation now with Mark Dermott as, as head coach there. And, they're all in all of their games. Like last year, two of the games they lost. Remember, it was the Hail Mary, uh, Murray through to, to to Hopkins. You yeah. know, like sure one flip. Like that would have been an extra win they would have had. And I think they could have uh, got the number one spot then off the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure there was another game where they lost. Like in the last minute, it was like a two minute drive. I can't remember it. Um, you know, so like they are a very good team, but I just think when he comes up against a good team like that, where they can do everything, stop the run, stop the pass, I think he will struggle. Jesus, yeah. Uh, yeah, if we took three Super Bowls there, like in the next couple of years, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I'd absolutely take that. Like, you no, know, absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll it's take, an interesting I'll one. one. I'll take one. I'll take absolutely. I'll take yeah. one. 
they'll take yeah. one. Because then I think if they do get yeah. one, I think then it'll give them a bit more confidence and then you'll have more X Factor players that sort of want to come. You know, it'll be that type of thing. They'll be nearly franchise friendly contracts being signed in some regards that players will want to you know to hang around and see what could potentially happen after that you know and saying that yeah. for 60 years in may we only get one <laughs> <laughs> yeah listen i think everybody now is nearly everybody is, is hoping and uh like i think uh still don't think they're too far away to be very honest um just it's pity to probably this current Mayo team, you know, or maybe the two years ago current or two years ago Mayo team came along at a time when Dublin were at the peak. Like, I think that's a pity. Yeah. Self and Dad used to go to the to the All Irelands. We went to the replays and stuff like that. Like, and unbelievably passionate fans. To be honest, like they're mental. Oh, but um, you know, you just seen the emotion involved and everything. You just you really hope they do one. Like on it, like honestly, no. And I'm just saying that now. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the type of footballers they have then as well. Like they are like top class footballers. Like Kieran O'Connor walking to any team in the country. There, like you know, and they probably have one player like that in every line. Walk into most teams in the country. You know, to be fair, but just. Dublin maybe are a little bit too far ahead of people at, at this current time anyway Took care of exactly exactly yeah yeah. <laughs> we, we could probably talk for another two hours uh, home, but sure we'll, uh, we, we can wrap it up we'll let you go there thanks a million for, for coming on for taking yeah. time out. fair play to you yeah sound lads sound uh, thanks a million really enjoyed it cheers thanks a million take care lads see you